Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. Bye, small business owners. Oh, man. I'm Alex. Boss I'm Gus. Natalie, apparently the only morning person at work at the Do Weekly Podcast today. Apparently you are. <laughs> I hope you're very proud of yourself. <laughs> I am, actually. Yeah, you should be. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. It's it's morning time. It's like 5 a.m. right now. Oh, my gosh. It is not even it is 11 a.m but it's practically lunchtime but it feels like 5 a.m i had a very long day yesterday and i didn't i feel like comparing the two days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mine is definitely uh longer Mm -hmm. i feel like i did 32 hours of work in a 24-hour day (laughs) that's what i feel like well, welcome back, Nat. Are you doing okay? I am doing okay. Are you ready to kick this podcast right in the stomach? No, I don't feel any need for violence toward the podcast. So that's how it's going to start. We're, we're just yeah. we're just going to be combative right away. It's a business podcast. There's no punching or kicking. Figuratively, we're, 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 we're scrapping and clawing and gouging our way to sustainability. So the promised land is what we're doing, you know? Oh, like, I, yeah. Figuratively Milk and speaking. honey? Sure, yeah, milk and honey. Mm-hmm. But like, like boxing gloves and bruises instead. Maybe that's just your business. Maybe that is everyone's business. We're all fighting. We're all fighting the good fight. Everyone knows it because there's a lot that goes into running a business. There's mental health stuff. There's cash flow stuff. There's personnel stuff. There's customer stuff. There's stuff for your stuff on top of your stuff. And it is a knockdown drag out fight. No, no. Every day. (laughs) In a manner of speaking, it is. You have to be persistent. You have to be consistent. No, I said persistent. And I decided to piggyback on what you said. Oh, okay. And added consistent to make persistent sound more extra. Consistent and persistent. Consistency. Persistency is not a real word. (laughs) Okay. Now you're just making up words. I am. I am because it's early and I'm mad. It's not early. It's almost 11. (sighs) I feel attacked. Wow. All right, then. Let's talk about last, last week's challenge. Yeah, last week's challenge. What was that, Natalie? We signed up for Help a Reporter Out. Help a Reporter Out. And we did that because it's never a bad idea to generate some PR for yourself. Right. And that's a free way to do it. And Harrow is a great way to... Uh, to do it easy, you can do it quickly, kaboom. I didn't find that it was so quick. Why is that? I I don't know. I found the whole process a little time-consuming. 
How many, how much time did you spend? Um, so the emails came in three times a day and I probably spent between 20 and 30 minutes on each round of emails. Okay. I feel like that's a lot. Like, did you just try to answer the entire question and, and. Well, okay. So first I signed up for four feeds. How many did you sign up for? I, I think I'm on three. Yeah. Okay. So I signed up for general travel something about business. It was named something weird. Yeah, I it was think business. like business and technology or two. That, that and I then there recall. was one that was tech. Yeah. Yeah. So I had four feeds coming in. Although I noticed that I didn't always get all four. Hmm. I usually did. Yeah, okay. And so <laughs> what I tried to commit to doing was finding at least one thing in that group of four emails each time they came in. That was something I could answer. That alone, I mean, just going through those four emails probably took 10 minutes reading through all the queries and then all the requirements for the queries. Cause sometimes the reporter was looking for something very specific, right? like a very specific type of person to answer something. So even if it was something that when I first saw the headline, I would think, Oh, I can answer that. And then when I would go look, they were looking for, you know, not me. Right. Right. <laughs> So so I felt like that took a while and then I would find at least one and answer it. I I found the app that they use for answering those a little cumbersome and not very easy to use, which Hmm. was a little frustrating. But then I figured out you could actually just use your email. Yeah. But then it stripped all the HTML. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know what the reporters were actually getting from me. <laughs> like, if it looked yeah. like a hot mess. Probably. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know. How did you find it? I mean, I I haven't gotten any, like, uh, feedback. Or, not feedback, but I, I haven't had anyone contact me. So, I, I did not get a lot of... I, I didn't get any interaction from reporters. I didn't spend a lot of time, like... Whatever the email was that I would actively sit in front of and get. And I, and I set like an SMS alert too, to like, let me know that an email uh came in. So, and the reason for that is because reporters are deluged with responses when, once that email goes out. So, you know, if it's going to be like three, four, five hours later or something like, I want to try to answer that email as soon as it comes in and I'm available to do something with it. You know, so I used Zapier to take those emails and then like just ping me uh, via SMS. Mm -hmm. So that ended up working well. And I didn't spend a lot of time, like some of the um, emails that would come through there, there were no, no stories that I felt like I could yeah, speak yeah, that to. Definitely but, um, but I did spend like maybe five or 10 minutes just putting together like a pitch, like mm-hmm. pitching myself rather than trying to go in depth and answer the whole thing. So I don't know if that's necessarily the right approach, but you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, just dive in and do a long lengthy answer. So I, I committed to trying to pitch what I know and what my yeah. background is. 
Yeah. And for some of them, I think that's definitely what they were looking for. And I answered them that way. But there were others that were that were pretty clear that they were looking for a print ready quote. Sure. So like for those, you had to like share something that they were basically going to print exactly as you sent it to them. Mm hmm. Um, so those, those took a little bit more time. I only got one response back from somebody and basically just wanting more information. And I provided that, but then I didn't hear back from them again. And I had set up a Google alert for my name to see if, uh, anything came through and I haven't seen anything pop up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's smart too. Like if you do these Haro stories and you're, and you're responding, you know, set up a Google alert for your name. Cause you never know. I did. And I've been doing Haro for a while, but, um, the first time that I used it wasn't for my business. I had, I had a dating blog, mm-hmm. uh, which I still kind of do, but, uh, but I had done it when I first heard about the service to generate publicity for it, and it landed me a story in Rolling Stone. Nice. I, I, I think I failed to mention that, but uh, <laughs> but that that was something that helped. And you know, again, I did it the same way. I just kind of pitched what I knew, what my background was, and then the reporter reached out to me and was like, "Hey, uh, you know, can we? Can I get you to, you know, respond in depth to this question? Like, what are your thoughts?" So, so I, I think that's, I think it's a good use of time. I mean, more times than not, it's not going to produce a result, but I think if you're somewhat regular with it, then it, it increases your chances of getting featured somewhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I'll continue to keep up with it just because I found it like you basically, when those emails come in, you've got to drop everything and go look through them and answer them, you know, immediately. And I, I, I found it a little disruptive and I think, I think especially given that it doesn't seem make, to have make, netted anything Make time yet. for it. Yeah. Make time for it. Yeah. Like it, you, you've got your, your, your Haro 15. <laughs> you know, like but it 15 has, minutes. It's like that, hardcore scheduled at a certain time, which is a little bit challenging, I think. It is challenging to make room for small things, but you know, I, I kind of put it there with like doing a social media Monday or, you know, like just creating space to, to do a specific task. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to take a, a super long time. I, I still think that just pitching is good to do, but in your case, your, your thought is that, you know, these reporters are looking for something that's fit to print that they can just kind of take in a couple of pieces. They were explicit that that's what they were looking for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think it's worth considering at least Mm -hmm. making space in your schedule. So we did the challenge. We did it. And neither of us feel super great that it was necessarily successful, but but whatever. But you don't, you don't know until you try. You you gotta try. You gotta do. Well, and that's the thing too. Which is the point of some of our challenges. Well, because with with the challenges that we do, we, we all have bias. 
about the things, about anything, right? And that extends into the business world too. Like there's certain tools and channels that we're familiar with, whether it's for, you know, marketing channels or, or what have you. But we, we have an understanding of how certain things work based on what our experience is or mm-hmm. lack thereof. So sometimes you just got to try things out and figure out like, is this something that's going to work for me? Like, is it worth my time or not? Yeah. And you don't, you don't know until you do it. Exactly. You want to talk about next week's challenge? Next week's challenge. Next week's challenge brought to you by Pantheon Web Hosting. The challenge this week. The challenge this week is to get your business's credit report. Ooh, right? so exciting. When we think about credit reports, I th- for me at least, I've only really ever thought about my personal credit report. Yes. And... I've been going through the process of doing the loan thing for for a uh, business purchase investment, uh-huh. if you will, and I'll speak more to that in future episodes, I'm sure. But getting like figuring out my business's creditworthiness has been a pain because it's not just your business that banks will look at; they they look at your personal creditworthiness too, but. It's it's still helpful to have some visibility into your into your business credit report. Yeah, how like, are you doing? Yeah, how's the business doing? Because uh, at some point, you know, you're you're going to want to invest some money in your business, and maybe you don't have all the capital out front, and you need a little help. Yes. And, you know, it's a good idea to keep an eye on it because just like your personal report, there's a potential for fraud. There is a potential for fraud. So this week's challenge is get your business credit report. Yeah, so we found um, two places that you can go. The first is Experian, which you can set up free credit alerts on Mm -hmm. there. Um, And business credit reports aren't subject to the same laws as personal credit reports. So you probably know that we're all entitled to free credit reports once a year Mm -hmm. from all the credit reporting agencies, but not the same for business credit reports. Right. But Experian's are actually pretty reasonably priced. They start at $40. Mm -hmm. It looks like for $50, for another $10, you get like a very detailed credit history, which is probably worth the $10, I would say. And then they offer, um, of course, a subscription service (laughs) that you can pull your report um, frequently, which I think was 180 a year which we're going to do a few credit reports in here that's probably worth doing yeah and then dun and bradstreet um has a service like a credit alert service to sign up yeah. for but it's a seven day free trial that you could get your credit report and then cancel the free trial so that could potentially actually be a free credit report as long as you remember to cancel that trial before the seven days is up i'll remember <laughs> yeah. Set a reminder on your phone. <laughs> hey Alexa, <laughs> remind me to cancel my seven-day free trial. Uh, done in Bradstreet. One and done. One and done. One and done. So that sounds like a pretty easy challenge. Like easy peasy, lemon squeezy, uh, inexpensive, and possibly free. Possibly free. Yeah. I think that is worth our time and. 
what are the things that you want to do in your business? What, what are investments that you might want to make uh, in the future? And Natalie, that question is directed at you. Like if you had to put on your, your, if you had to put on your magic eight ball, not your magic eight ball, sorry. If you had to take <laughs> you your, your, your crystal ball. I have to gaze into my crystal ball. You, you shake it around. You're like, mm-hmm. here's, here's what the future looks like. Yeah. Are there things that you think that you might invest in? From the, your from a business perspective, you mean besides a yacht? Definitely besides a yacht. <laughs> a yacht is not an investment. It, I mean, it could be any kind of equipment, right? Office equipment. Yeah. Computers. Um, I mean, that really depends on what business you're in, what kinds of things you might need. Some businesses require a lot of really expensive equipment. We have designed that so much. You need a computer, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially some slightly pricey software. But, um, yeah, you don't really need a whole lot for a web design business, but you know, other businesses have all kinds of equipment that they need. You're, you're working on software right now. I am. And many hands make light work. (laughs) Yes. Wouldn't it be nice to invest in some development hours to kind of help with that? Yeah. That's potential. Yeah. That's potential. Uh, just help with support, help with support (laughs) staff, Getting projects over the finish line, that sort of thing. If you're working motor shop, marketing uh, is always a good investment. So there's there's a lot that that you can do uh, to kind of help boost your business or get new initiatives rolling, get new products out the door, purchase new equipment, that sort of thing. You know, some businesses need vehicles and, you know, pretty major purchases that you definitely would need credit to cover. Yeah, you need some capital. So it's a good idea to know where you stand on the credit spectrum. And to keep an eye on it on a regular basis. You know, commit to checking that at least once a year, I would say. Once a year, once a quarter. Once a year, once a quarter. Yeah. If you're going to do quarterly, you might as well do the subscription service. Good point. So (laughs) uh, that's the challenge. That's it. I know. It's so easy. You could probably do it in less than 30 minutes. Or your money back. We both searched for our businesses. They came right up. Alex had a little issue because they didn't know if DigiSavvy was one word or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Learning learning lessons the hard way. But our business has popped right up. So, I mean, that's an indication. There's definitely a credit report out there for both of us that we've never seen and have no idea what are, are in them. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're just, like, scraping, like, the state, the Secretary of State records from California. I mean, you're, you're in there, I'm in there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's the challenge. So do it. Let us know how you do. Was it helpful? You Did don't you... have to tell us your credit score. Yes, you do. <laughs> this is now a pissing contest. Who's got, <laughs> who's got the best credit? So Natalie, where can people find us online? Well, a good place to start is dayweeklypodcast.com, which yeah. is our website, which will link you out to everywhere else that we are on the web. Don't try to search us on Spotify, though. Yeah, but you can use the Spotify link from our website to find us on Spotify. We don't know why we don't come up in search. Spotify yeah, if you, yeah, if you try to search for us on Spotify, it is a cruel joke. It's those mean, limey Brits keeping us out of the search. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> But we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on TuneIn Radio. Pocket Cast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Overcast. Anywhere you get podcasts, 
You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Do Weekly Podcast. And of course, on our website, we've got the whole archive of all the past challenges, along with show notes with helpful links to help you get them done. Yeah, it's really nice. So. The design on that site is stellar, if I do say say so myself. Natalie. (laughs) You can't even say that with a straight face. I know, I can't even get through it. And you're the one who did it. I'm just fishing for compliments. Natalie. For people to be like, oh, this is such a nice, clean website. It's not awful. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Alex. That's the best compliment I can expect from you, I guess. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's not awful. It's it's, it's decent. Awful. It's good. Yeah. Our faces are on it's it. It's acceptable. It, it, it's very acceptable. <laughs> now, having said that, Natalie, I have this to say. Uh-oh. For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie MacLeese. We're reminding you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Mm-hmm.